Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Chris are checking in. What's up? What's up? What's up? Not the what up, boy? Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. What's yeah. going on, Chris? Chris, what's um, up, buddy? Uh, Rich, listen, let's let's make this a, as painful as we can and as pain, painful and painless at the same time. Um, it just sucks. It, it it really just does. Um, I don't like counting us out after you know one and a half quarters, but. We needed to win this one. Like we needed to even the series before hopes of Joel Embiid coming back uh, for Game Three, and I just don't see it happening. This team is flat out terrible without Joel Embiid, which solidifies his case for being the most valuable player in the league. Which means absolutely dick if your team can't do shit without you. Right. So, like, I'm looking at it from, like, the same perspective you are, right? Like, in in these two games has shown me exactly what an MVP does for you in the sense that it elevates the entire group around them. And when you see the the asteroid-sized hole that is now in the middle of their team in the fact that they can't get any offensive production – from anywhere. They're not they're not getting a whole lot of nope. They're they're getting nothing. Um and, and you see Miami take advantage of that on their offensive end because there's nobody for, to protect the middle. No. It's and, and you you really are getting a really good glimpse at how how weak their bench is. Well, and not to fault anybody but literally this was Doc Rivers' fault. Why keep him in the game with three minutes left when you're up 30 is fucking stupid. Um, Another reason Doc should be fired, because single-handedly, this going down 0-2 is probably going to cost the Sixers the series if Joel Embiid cannot come back for game three. If he comes back for game four, they have to run the table, which is an unprecedented feat. And this 
solely falls on the shoulders of Doc Rivers. Um, I don't want to hear any excuses from, you know, him saying, well, you know, this is the, the hand I was dealt. It's no, you kept your superstar in the game when you're up 30 points with three minutes left in the game. He should have never been in there for that situation. When they were up 25 with five minutes left, there should have been no reason for him to be in the game. Rich, sometimes you make your own luck. Right, like, like you look at that that Super Bowl run that the Eagles went on after after Wentz gets injured. Yeah, right. And Foles comes in, and they start to they they struggle at first, but they start to tailor the offense to what Foles does well. They 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 made their own luck, right? They they created those opportunities to put themselves in positions to win. There's a reason why you have DeAndre Jordan and Paul Reed and Charles Bassey and all those other goobers that are on the end of the bench. Yeah. So that, like, last night, Rich, when, when Miami goes on the run that they do, end of the third, into the fourth quarter, did you see Jimmy Butler the whole second half of the fourth quarter? No. You're not going to, but that's the thing. When teams are well-coached and Spolster is a great coach, with five minutes left in that game and you know that game is not going, you don't need to beat that team by 40 points. There's no statement to be made. The statement to be made is you won the game. You leave the game unscathed and healthy. But no, you leave the game with the MVP breaking his face and suffering a concussion. That is not a win. You won the series. Okay, that's the old saying. You might have won the battle, but you lost the war. Right. You're right now on the wrong side of the war, which is the NBA playoffs, um, which is going to be down 0-2 to a Heat team that is charged up right now. Yeah, Do I think they can compete when Embiid is on the floor? It's closer than what you're going to see now. Meaning, for the yeah. Heat's perspective, I I, don't, yeah. I think the Heat can destroy this team. But with Embiid, you're giving me, okay, add 30 minus Embiid's not going to be a what? Minus 15 in 12 minutes, like DeAndre Jordan is. Right. Yeah, you're not going to see the plus minus. Yeah. So, so, so you're giving and taking. And, but and as of right now, Miami's just taking whatever they want. Whatever they want. I mean, they are literally able to do whatever they want on the court. They're able to get wherever they want offensively. They're able to control the Sixers defensively. Yeah. Um, and when you look at the reason why Tobias, who played – we gave him a lot of crap during the season. He played really well in that Raptor series. Yes. Maxi played really well offensively in that, in that Raptor series. Harden had moments where he played well. Why did they why were they able to play well? They were able to play well because Embiid was on the floor. And yeah. he got he he gains that attention. <laughs> he draws two players. He draws three players. So he can kick it out and the look is insanely more open than anything they're getting tonight. I'm not counting them out because that's not what I do. No. But if Embiid doesn't play in game three back in Philly. It's going to be a hard uphill battle because I don't think this team has enough dog in them. I don't think they have enough fight with without Joel Embiid. 
So it's going to be tough. But Don, I am all in the preface of moving on from this because <laughs> there's so much other stuff to talk about. And I don't want to say any more <laughs> as the game's going on. Because I just can't do it, Don. Like, I don't want to harp on the negative energy of it because I just feel like it's going to be bad. I just really hope Joel Embiid comes back for game three. And then we have the return of the masked vigilante. Yes, I, I think the 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 thing that Rich that I'll kind of hang my hat on is you know I, I like the way that they played in the first half in the first game, right? There was a lot of fight that I saw in there. If they can capitalize on that, right? But it, it's it's hard to to find you know scenarios where. You have Tyler Hero and Gabe Vincent that are killing these guys coming off the bench. Yeah, and well, we knew our bench was going to be a problem. We knew, and we knew that going in. But I, we didn't have a bench to start the year, so I mean, there's nothing that's going to be different. You have too much money tied up in fucking yeah, Tobias. Like. I think the the idea that Embiid is able to return Game Three, they're kind of talking like that might be the case, you know. Anything that you're going to get from Embiid just physically being on the floor is going to be better than anything that's going on right now. Yep. So. Yeah, that was a good steal and good bucket. Right. Moving on, Don. All right. Well, Rich, we're, we're, let, let's just transition to Ooh. the big news last weekend with the NFL draft, right? And, you know, in, in the mix of all the things that happened, Rich, you know, the, the A.J. Brown deal goes down. Yes. Um, you know, we, hey, listen, if you want to go back and watch the uh, the MD Fantasy Live, uh, the, the draft coverage, you can get our live, my live reaction, because it happened while we were on. That that move to be able to, to trade 18 plus a couple of, of picks to be able to. It was 18 to plus and a third. That was it. We right. gave up nothing. We gave up absolutely nothing for right. a proven so a 24-year-old stud who's already had 2,000-yard seasons is a proven wide receiver in this league. He's a proven one. Right. Like, And you, and you now have him under contract for the next four years. That yeah. was the first round. That, that was the first round pick. Yeah, and I think it's one of the best things that happens. But now you put Jalen Hurts to the test saying, hey, we got you what you needed, so can you do this? Right. So, I mean, it's great. Um, I, hopefully he takes that step forward. But, I mean, goddamn, like when the news broke, my uh, I was sitting there with my buddy and he's like, yo, my brother just texted me saying the Eagles is traded for uh, A.J. Brown. I'm like, nah. I'm like, no, no. And then all of a sudden it popped up on the screen. I was like, Eagles are trading their pick. Oh crap! It's true, and I was—we were so excited. It really helped because of the trade up from the first pick when we all thought it was going to be Kyle Hamilton, right? And we were so disappointed, just because I really wanted that All-Pro generational safety. I got you. It's it's the 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 I had the pangs of right Brandon Graham, Ed Reed. Yes, exactly. It, it, had, it, yeah. had, it had a lot of those feels. The Brandon Graham Earl Thomas. I'm like, oh god. But you know what? I I love um, David from uh, Georgia. I love the fact that we got Kobe Dean in the third round. Like, 
I love that. Rich, but I think that, that's that's the pitch. That was a steal. That's no idea why he's. I think everybody's going to look back on and go, "What the fuck did we miss?" Because I think he he's going. to – I watch. Forget all the analytical stuff. Watch that dude play football. We talked about it on the show that we both wanted Nicobe Dean, and people were saying, "Well, he's too small." Which we, if, yeah. if they would have picked him at thirteen or eighteen, we would have been totally okay with it. I've been completely fine with it. And we <laughs> get him with it. at eighty-three. It was crazy because I was out doing something. My dad texts me and he goes, "Yeah, bud, we got our linebacker." And I'm like, "Dope." And I'm thinking, "I'm like, who the fuck is this linebacker we drafted?" Because I thought Nicobe. I honestly, I. I left after at a certain point in the draft after the Steelers pick. So I'm like, Nicobe Dean's going to be gone in the first round. And then my dad's like, yeah, but we got our linebackers. I'm like, is he any good dad? Like, come on third round. He's like stud. And I look and I'm like, Holy shit, dad. You didn't tell me it was Nicobe Dean. I'm like, you're just talking about him on my show. I'm like, everybody's saying, Oh, he's undersized, but the dude can fly and he tackles. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. I'm so excited. I'm like, I was it's literally crazy. standing in front of the TV doing one of these, like, let's go. And, like, everybody, and everybody was saying so oh, he needed pec surgery. He needed this. But he goes, none of the doctors who talked to me said I needed surgery. Like, nobody told me anything about that. And the Eagles are expecting him to be ready for rookie preseason. Like, he he like, said he's going to be play, he's going to be at rookie minicamp. Yeah. Right? Like, and crazy. I, I think that you know, don't overlook the fact that like in the last couple of drafts that they have drafted guys from really successful winning programs. Alabama, like they, they, you should uh, do, like, they finally caught on the draft. Right, SEC like, guys. like look at Georgia and Alabama first, right? Yeah. Then everybody else after that. And you're, you're, you're building a, a team full of guys that are used to winning. Right. And the fact that you're now going to have Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean on the same defense, there's some yeah, continuity there. Um, and I think you can, you I, I, at least me, like for everybody that's saying that, like, that him being on the field for two downs in Jordan Davis, it, listen, if he's met, if he's massively productive on those two downs and you're now putting your defense in third and long. And he now goes off the field, and you bring four defensive ends in, and you get that NASCAR package. And you yeah, get there's, there's also a difference between college and the pros. Like, true, he will probably be a three down player because he's going to be working with dietitians, a nutritionalist. They're not going to let him play at 340. Well, he's really, going to be playing at about 320, 330. They are going to be on him about his weight and his conditioning. So, and if he plays well at 320 to 330, he's going to be a three-down player. Rich, I watched a highlight. I watched a baldy breakdown of him in a game in, in a game against Alabama where he gets triple teams and doesn't move. Yeah, he's a stud. Like, so I can envision a place where he's getting he he's he's getting double or triple teams, right? So he's consuming blockers, which frees up space now for Hassan Reddick, for Kazir White, for Nicobe Dean, 
you know, or, or will it take the triple teams away from Fletcher Cox that we've all been hearing about? And because his production's been down, so he's been getting triple teamed. Right. So they can't put six guys on the line to triple team both of them, right? Because we should be able to get some sacks then, right? Right. That's right. How it works. If he's consuming blockers, that's for the Fletcher Cox apologists. It's for that. Nobody apologizes for Aaron Donald when he's getting triple no, teamed and just throws that. everybody and still gets a sack or makes a tackle in the backfield. No, no, no apologies for Aaron Donald. No, not listen. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they got a Super Bowl. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> but I, I just, I, I just have a good feeling that Jordan, Jordan Davis is going to come into camp a little thinner. Um, he'll still be able to be productive at that two twenty five, two thirty range. Um, he doesn't need to play at three forty. He really doesn't need to. But even if he does play at three forty, and they get his conditioning down pat, I don't see how he can't be a three down player. I, listen, Rich, I, I watched that dude at north of kills people. North he of murders people. North of 350, get wherever he wanted to on the field and not have a problem with no. – there, there was not an issue with speed. There was not an issue with conditioning. I, I He hawked down that one dude in Bama. He, he hawked him down 40 yards. 40 yards and made the tackle. Like, like, holy shit. So – so I and listen, I you, you could also now envision right him and Fletch side by side, yeah, right, and then you know Graham and Sweat, like that. That's a form that with that one move, their defensive line got massively better. Oh yeah, and then that makes the second level better. Now, Rich, the question is secondary's trash. Yeah, secondary's Who trash. The fuck is playing safety. And who's the White? Kazir White. He's got to be the other safety. But they're not even – they're probably going to do, like, the one safety look, and Kazir White's going to play that Malcolm Jenkins role because he's the hybrid. He plays between both. But I'm not going to lie, though. That kid from Kentucky who's a linebacker who flies, he runs like a 4-2-5. The linebacker that we got from Kentucky in the fourth round. Kentucky, Kansas. Kansas. I'm sorry, Kansas. 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 Yes. Hold that dude flies. If they can have him figure out how to cover and how to play safety, I would not be upset because he is athletic as shit. Either that that or play like a Joker where he can just run all over the field. That's what I'm saying. I think they are going to come out with an untraditional defense because of just the pure athleticism they have, which could play to an advantage, especially with how weak the NFC East is. I don't think the Giants – the Giants got a little better in the draft, but you can't fix Daniel Jones. So, And if they think Tyrod Taylor is going to be an upgrade, they're wrong about that too. No. Um, Competence-wise, Tyrod is a better quarterback, but he doesn't have the intangibles that Daniel Jones has. I see Washington not being that much better. Um, I think they added a wide receiver, right? They added a wide receiver. I thought they added one. uh, Okay, so not in the draft. They're undrafted free agents. So they they uh the all right, Rich. Did you remember watching the Ohio State Utah game? Yes. 
Okay, so the guy, Britton Covey, the guy who returned, had the, the kickoff return? Yes. They got, so so he's the guy that they pulled. Washington by, pulled? No, 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 not Washington. The Eagles pulled. The Eagles pulled. Okay, good. In 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 terms of undrafted free agents. Okay. Um, we got jo- uh, Job from Alabama. Right, which I he's, like, he's He's burnt toast. I, I don't. No, but but here's here's the thing, Rich. In, in terms of all the the undrafted free agents, right? You've got one, two, the three undrafted free agents that are corners. Yeah, so, I like the kid from Clemson though. Kid from Clemson should be all right. And I think there's a really good chance they make this. He makes the roster considering all the guaranteed money that they gave him in order to oh, be yeah. able to try. Almost. I like think he had more of character like, issues. And off okay. the field stuff over talent because that kid is uber talented. Rich, he I also, came, I also yeah. heard them talk about the fact that the draft pool was a lot bigger this year. Oh, it was deep. The, Defense was so deep. Well, because they there were a lot of guys that that didn't leave after that COVID year. Yep. So the undrafted free agent class is a lot stronger. Um, Rich, a- any thoughts about the idea that they get? The kid from Nevada to be the third quarterback, Carson Strong. I like Carson Strong. The kid who's a I mean, listen, he's got he's a got a hell of an arm, man. Monster arm. He does have a monster arm. Um, has knee issues, but you you know what the the thing is? I want to see how that kid progresses because I can see not this year, next year, him being the number two because I think you're going to find some teams who are going to have interest. And Minshew, so it's kind of just security for, um, honestly, for a backup spot. I do like Strong. I mean, I think he has a big arm. Like you said, he's got, like, the knee concerns. Mm -hmm. But there's been crazier shit that's happened with quarterbacks who were drafted or who go undrafted who who, who who are decent. And like you said, this draft, if you take out, say, 50 players, right, 50 players, who were supposed to be drafted in, say, last year's draft because they okay. came out, that narrows that pool down, right? So you're basically – essentially it's a round and a half. So you take out some of them better players. You're going to see some of these guys who are undrafted get drafted. Mm-hmm. That's just how it happens. I would see Strong going in, like, the fifth or sixth round. He had knee concerns. It's not the, the whole thing he can't play quarterback at an NFL level. It's No, he's got knee concerns, but he's a project. He's going to be a guy that you're going to have to – String along. None of the quarterback prospects were that good this year. No, uh, no, no, no. And, and look, like any pick, it's the only one who went to a good situation because he doesn't have that big arm, right. and he's got a bunch of guys. Who, he's got Deontay Johnson. He's just going to pepper and dump right. the ball to Najee. Like that's he fits. A, he's a quarterback who's going to fit that system because Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Like Mike Tomlin still won was above five hundred last year with the skeleton of Ben Roethlisberger because Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Mike Tomlin knows, Hey, if I'm on the road, we're going to run the ball 60 times when we score our first touchdown and you're not going to beat us. Like you, you go into these situations knowing I, I think that the kid will be good in three to four years. Hey, he'll be a project. Rich, he's going to be hanging around. What at the very least, what did you invest in? You invested money. Yeah, that's it. Right. You didn't draft any 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 draft capital 
at no. all. And I'm not no. saying he's going to be better than Jalen Hurts. So don't no, quote me no, no, but listen, not you, you know, the people who are like, oh, he just hates Jalen Hurts. It's like, I want Jalen to do well. But if you get these project quarterbacks and you never know what can happen. Well, and, and listen, Rich, best case scenario is that he plays or, or progresses well enough that you can then ship him somewhere and, yeah. get, and, and get draft capital and turn what was nothing into something. Into something. I mean, they, they've been notorious for doing it. Like, God, how many times, Rich, have we seen them turn a backup quarterback? Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb, right? AJ, like, go back. AJ yeah, like, they, they have been, for sake, they turned fucking 11 into yeah. a first-round pick that turns it, that, that, that pick ends up turning into A.J. Brown. Yeah, which is like, amazing. And, we didn't get him on draft night when we wanted A.J. When we wanted A.J. Brown, we didn't get him. But how he made all of our draft nights complete, because he was like, hi, you're not going to get him this year on draft night, but no. we got him this year on draft night. No, and and just, just to talk about right the A.J. Brown thing, right, and, and in re- listen, Adam, in regards to, to Rager, he isn't. I guarantee he's not going. Like, I guarantee he's on this on this team. No, it, the, I I don't envision a scenario, Adam, where he's on, on this roster at all. The, I the, guarantee he will be on this roster. You think so? I think so. I do not think they're going to cut him. You think I don't think they're going to cut him. He's not going to get traded. I think they're going to keep him around for special teams. Because we don't have special teams. do what? He's horrible on special teams, right? I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying saying he's good. I'm just just saying. Who else is back there? Like, to kick or I would would give half half a shot to the kid that was was the the undrafted free agent from Utah. Yeah. Like, I. Oh, yeah, you're right. Didn't we sign the skier? Didn't we sign, like, an Olympic skier? Oh, Jeremy Bloom. Yeah, no, we just signed one, didn't we? He was he was an Argon oh, player. No. We we signed a kid who was an Olympic sprinter. Yeah, oh, yeah, that kid. Yeah, For, uh, I was like, yeah, Jeremy Bloom was the scare. We just love Olympians. We just yeah. awesome. Kurt Angle is going to come out and just start ankle locking everybody on the field. It's the city of brotherly love. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets. Everybody a gets a chance. Vince Papali's cousin, Doug Papali, the the <laughs> pizza maker, is going to be slanging the rock in a few days. Oh, Jesus Christ! You got to love it. But no, I think I think we did really well on draft night. I think that center that we drafted is a beast. Um, that, 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 is, that is a next year move. That, yeah, that that's, is oh, a, that's totally a next year move. Um, so, but then that means Landon Dickerson is going to play guard. Okay, that's fine. All right, and now Rich, and now look at their line. Right? Look how young their line got young. Like, yeah. like and I guarantee Stoutman's like Stoutman's like you're going to take this guy. And I'm going to make him the next Jason Kelsey. Well, and how about Kelsey be basically advocating for them to be able to take him to say like he was my favorite guy that I looked at, and yeah. Kelsey was involved in the draft process. Uh, that that to me says he he's going to be the guy in the middle. And now you're you know Kelsey's getting a coaching job with the Eagles after your time. He's going to be the he's going to be the assistant offensive line coach him and stoutman are just going to lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just turn these guys into just pro bowlers. He's just going to be around for forever. Yeah, and I love him. So, so I'm so happy that he's back with the Eagles, and I'm happy he's going to retire with them. So, like, you, you've got now Mylotta, right? You've got Lane Johnson. Now you've got Landon Dickerson. You've got Kelsey. You've got Kelsey's replacement. Yep. Right? And then right guard could be Sayamalu, could be. I'm glad they got rid of Herbrig. That makes me happy. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God he stunk. <laughs> the turnstile. Oh, <laughs> See you later, God. mate. Um, well, it's going to be interesting, though. It's it, going to be interesting this season. Um, I don't have any really more to like comment on, like record-wise or anything like that. It's just going to be interesting. A lot of athletes on that defensive side. Hope I don't think Gannon's a genius, but I hopefully he does the whole. We're going to play to our strength thing, and we're going to play to, you know, the team's weaknesses, like on the other side of the ball. Let's see what happens. Anything surprise you on draft night? Uh, the AJ Brown thing was nuts. I was ecstatic. Um, the the most shocking thing for me for draft night was Arizona trading their first round pick for Hollywood Brown. Yeah, that was just weird. I a was lot, like, a lot. Th- okay. Speaking cool. of that, Think about all the guys that are all, that that have been on the move this offseason. Off Too many. It's insane. Right. It's absolutely insane the amount of wide receivers that are on the move. And 17 wide receivers were taken in the first three rounds of this NFL draft. Just want, like and that that to me Holy shows crap. you why and here here's what teams are doing now. Right? So Nobody wants to pay the the, nope. the the wide receiver, right? So every they, they get the best out of they can in that first wide receiver is the new running back. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And then when it comes to getting them that new contract, they get shipped off, right? They draft a new guy, right? Look at look at exactly what Tennessee just did, right? They gave ten they they, gave, they trade AJ Brown to the Eagles, right? And they basically draft. What what is essentially a clone? Yeah, in in the kid they drafted from Arkansas, Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks, like you're yeah, right. his comp was AJ Brown. I was like, oh, they traded AJ Brown and they got AJ Brown. Well, that's oh cool. God. Good for them. Yeah, uh, uh, Traylon Burks is going to be a stud. But uh, you still have Ryan Tan. You have Ryan Tannehill throwing you the ball. So good luck, right? Uh, of Ryan Tannehill. To 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 talk about him for a minute. You see this, the, the stuff that he came out with, with the, the comments about. Malik He's a jerk off, dude. He's right. sad. He's salty. Right. I, he got I, paid, though. He got paid for one good year. Correct. He sucked his whole career, had one good season, right. got a shit ton of money, and now he's going to suck again. I don't feel bad for you. Enjoy your $100 million, suck a dick, and sit down. Like, fuck Ryan Tannehill. He's a no, ginger. Man. He has no soul. Fuck no, him. And, and, I, and I, I saw that, and I'm like, what what the fuck does that say about you as a dude? Yeah. Like, I'll never publicly come out and say that I won't mentor this guy. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll give him. But I totally wouldn't tell him everything. <laughs> like, we are competing for a job. I get that. 
Right, but you've been like those guys have been in enough PR meetings to know how to fuck. Yeah, no, yeah. Say, hey, listen, you, you better know, smooth you know, correctly. We're, we're, we're all going to be in the same room together. We're all going to grow. Like, pull some. Like, watch fucking five minutes of Bull Durham, and pull five <laughs> one liners out of you know. Well, this is a really team game. We're all going to band together. We're going to work like. Yeah, and then go in the locker out, room and duke right? it. And then go in the locker room and look at him and be like. Fuck you. Yeah. But to, to come out in public just it makes you look like an idiot, but it also makes Mike v- Mike Vrabel look like an idiot. Because it's like you just traded AJ Brown away. So Ryan Tannehill is already pissed off. Well, there goes my weapon. Oh, I got Traylon Burks. Great. A rookie who's got to get acclimated to NFL corners. We'll see how that is. Right. Oh, I got Robert Woods who's coming off an ACL tear. Great wide receiver. Love Bobby Woods. One of the Eagles who will get him, just saying. For a fifth, I'm going to take him. Um, but now Ryan Tannehill is sitting there like to do it, like going like this. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Right. And all of a sudden they draft another quarterback, and he's like, well, this place really doesn't want to fucking compete. So now I'm going to be a dickhead, which is the terrible attitude to have. Right. And no one's going to trade for Ryan Tannehill. So ride out your career in Tennessee and die. And – you're not going to get another contract because no, you're not better than anybody else who's starting right now. In my opinion, Ryan Tannehill was like one of the bottom five guys. He was only like a top 12 guy for fantasy football, but okay. real football, he is like bottom of the bottom. Like I do not think Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback. That's just me. Right. I think that we're not on that boat. Rich, I'm going to go into your wheelhouse. Which one of these rookies hits – as far as fantasy, because I know you're you're a huge fantasy dude. So which one, which, which offensive guy do you think hits most in the fan in in fantasy? Where'd Brees uh, Hall go? Uh, the Jets. Nah, he's gonna no. That's terrible. <laughs> I thought he went to the Bills. All right, wide receivers drafted. Drake right. London goes to Atlanta, but he has Mariota thrown to him. Right, Garrett Wilson's with the Jets. No. Zach Wilson, right. Jamison Williams with the Lions with Jared Goff. No. no. Uh, Jahan Dotson is the kid that, that you were talking about, Rich, with the commanders yeah. that got drafted. Sneaky. Sneaky, but still has Carson Wentz thrown on the ball. Correct. Um, Trey Marks is, is what we just talked about with Tannehill. Nope, the running back. Um, Jesus Christ, what's his name? This, oh, Jesus. He was the second running back taken in the draft. Oh, God. I'm trying to think here. Now I got to look at it. Now I got to look at it. Jesus (laughs) Christ, what is his name? I'm going to it. Because I think he is most likely. All right, here we go. Here's the draft. Round, I think it was round three. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? I'm gonna find them. Gonna find it. While Rich is looking, yes. Check out our sponsors in, in the uh, the the bottom below. I'm gonna uh, Rich. While you're looking, if you want yeah, to check yeah. out our sponsors, we've got our. If you're looking on the screen right now, you've got our link tree. Uh, available where you've got all of our direct links to uh, purchase from our sponsors from La Terrain Luxury Watches, 
two clicks, shocked energy, shocked energy. Yo, we're still waiting on our T-shirt and our samples. Yeah, I want my damn samples. I'm not sure where they are, but listen, I got some DMs from you that said you're shipping them. So I'm, I found my guy. I found my guy, and right. it wasn't. It was the third guy, James Cook, running back from Georgia, Ooh, okay. going going to go? Bills. Okay, I think he's probably going to be. I think he's going to be the most impactful. Um, just because of the great offense that he plays on. But the one wide receiver who stands out to me, which I think he goes to a great situation because he's most likely going to slide in immediately as a number two, uh, Wondell Robinson to the Giants. Okay. I like him like sneaky late. I'm not really in love with many of these rookies because if you look like in the first round, okay, you had Drake London being the first guy off the board for Atlanta. He's going to be force-fed, but they're not really that great. Garrett Wilson, it was funny because Barstool put out a thing, like a draft thing, and I shared it with all my friends. It was like the Eagles on their first pick. Uh, it said 10th best wide receiver. And then the Saints, like after them, picking, picked the wide receiver the Eagles should have taken. Like it was hilarious. And they said for the Jets, wide receiver that Zach Wilson will still overthrow. And <laughs> exactly what Garrett Wilson is. The most interesting thing was how many picks that the Saints traded for Chris Olave. Yeah. I don't like Chris Olave. I mean, for dynasty value, yeah, because he's a young rookie and he's just he's just gonna be there. Okay. I just I'm not feeling it. Like, if I had to go with anybody, I like Dotson the best. I do like Dotson the best. I think he's got the talent. Do you think he doesn't have the quarterback? But I'm gonna go with James Cook running back for the Bills is probably going to be the most beneficial from just draft spot. You go to the Bills, you go to a great offense. That's what you want. And the competition is Devin Singletary. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to go to the the back, the back end of the second round. Okay. And I'm going to go to a team that's got an insanely good quarterback and they had to, they had to draft a wide receiver. You're talking Sky Moore. Uh, I'm well, Christian Watson. So Christian Watson was a guy that from, from North Dakota State that got drafted by the Packers, right? And Christian Watson is is a guy with size. He's a guy who you know is still oh yeah four two ten from North Dakota State, and he goes to the Packers, right? And the Packers don't have he was the second pick of the second round, Don. Uh, maybe I got mixed up. Yeah, he was the second pick of the second round. Nah. But you're good. I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, listen, you need the second round. Sorry. I'm thinking back. I, I got confused between the back end of the first round, second yeah, round, three days. But Christian Watson is going to be a kid that, you know, has the size. He's coming from a small school, but, you know, is playing and is used to playing in similar climate. I think it gives Aaron – Rodgers a weapon to be able to throw to now that his weapon is now running in is going to be running routes in yep. Vegas um, in Devontae Adams. I think, you know, he he's coming into a good situation where he's got size, he's got talent, he can get open in space. He's a guy that, and, and there's no one else to throw the ball to. Nope. So, Christian Watson is my guy. I Here like it. Any other any other draft stuff you want to talk about, Let's, or we can talk about the fills for a hot minute? Nah, I'm good. 
So, your fightings, Rich. Yeah. Are well. Let, let's just put it this way. I went to the supermarket the other day. Okay. And on the back of the milk carton, there was a missing sign. And was it the Phillies hitting? The, the the Phillies bats were all lined up on the back of the milk carton. What the fuck happened? They go to New York. They get no hit by the fucking Mets. Yeah, that was terrible. Right? And then they they bounce back on Saturday, get a win. And then, Rich, they hit Scherzer. Like, yeah. the thing that boggles my mind is, Rich, is that a guy that we killed the last couple years in NOLA had two really good consecutive starts against yeah. Milwaukee and, and the Mets. But got zero run production. Nicole Hamill's treatment. Oh, God. I hope we don't go through that again. We'll pick up wins for Jamie Moyer, but we won't hit one. I mean, it's the same thing. Look at Zach Wilson or uh, Zach Wheeler tonight. Like Zach Wheeler's pitching in Zach Wheeler right now, seven and two thirds, seventy-eight pitches, seven Ks, pitching in the eighth inning. Like, and we're probably going to lose to Texas, even though it's zero zero. But this is what happens when the Phillies don't hit. Like we knew this. This is my problem. I love the fact we're going to have a bunch of guys who hit twenty-five to thirty home runs. But when they don't hit, it's going to be bad. And it's funny because it's like they slump together. <laughs> we hit as a team. We slump as a team. And to get hit, no hit by the Mets, like a combined four pitcher no hitter, that's absolutely atrocious and it's unforgivable. Um, I mean, Tyler McGill is not like a – he's not a guy yeah. who lights the world on fire. But he's not – he's not – he's not trash juice, but he ain't Cy Young either. No. And, and you know – Where the fuck is Bryce Harper? Like, I, like come I, on, Bryce. Like, I need you to get on that tear. I'm going to kill you again. I'm killing you now, and I'm killing you early. Bryce, go. beat the fuck up. Let's go, Rich. Because, you listen, if there was anything that woke up Bryce Harper last year – it was. It was my Maloiks. It, it was. We need you to throw the Maloiks. We need you to throw the. the it's not worth the contract, Don. MVP was a fluke. It was a fluke, Don. He'll never do it again. He can't do it back to back. I mean, Jesus Christ, he's batting two thirty four, four home runs. Like, stinks. Overrated. Come on, come on, Bryce. Wake up, man. We need you. I'm not gonna lie. Schwarber sucks. Schwarber's batting one eighty three, and it's like. And he's been red hot. Like he's he's batting 183, and he's been red hot the past week. Did he blow his load on the first at bat of the game of, of the season? Uh, Don, he's been he's batted like over. I think he was like over 400. Yeah, he was over 400 for two games. He went one for four. Oh, because he had a home run. And then against the Mets, he had two home runs, one three for four. Then yesterday he goes 0 for five. And today he's 0 for two. Oh, God. And listen, they're, and they're, you know, they, he started, he was a guy who started at the beginning of the lineup, was leading off for a while, is now batting in the middle of the lineup. Like find a stroke, man. Like the, the it, it's not it's not the middle of the summer, but like, you know. It, it it ain't beginning of April where it's like forty no. degrees. Like it's time to wake up. You know, I know that you had the the 
you know, the shortened spring training, but like, come it's, on. Yeah, like, no excuses. Like, this is why it's really hard to talk about baseball because it's you can kill them one week and then be super excited the next. I like talking baseball in like quarters. Like, that's how I like dissecting the season. It's like, I'll, I'll kill them this week and then be like, oh my God, they're the best next week and my hopes will be up. Like, after. After the first series, I'm like, oh, they're going to go to the World Series. And then after the next one, I'm like, trade everybody. And then after the next series, I'm like, ah, oh, because that's how we are as fans. That's how we're right. like, well, not well, doing well. They're not winning 182 games. Not, not, not to fault us, but like because we are a football first city, everything is an Eagles game. Yes. Right? So everything that's going on is going to be like – live and die like heartbreak hotel every game yeah you cannot watch a baseball season like that because there's for fuck's sake there's just too many fucking games 45 games you give we'll give a breakdown after 45 games on how the first quarter of the season went right and at the all-star break me and don will give you our how we feel at the all-star break and then after that, before, you know, September hits, we will give you another breakdown, and then we'll give you the fourth quarter highlights. That's how I look at baseball now because I can't get myself, like, over-upset or over-excited because it's baseball. And who knows if half these guys are actually going to be here during the trade deadline. True. Because people get moved all the time. Like, I'm not saying Castellanos and, and Schwarber and those guys. I mean, one of them might go, probably Schwarber, because why the fuck not? Um, if anybody will take him. But I think that's like his thing. He does better when he gets traded halfway through the season and decides to hit home runs like he did for, I believe it was Boston last year. And then it earns him a big one-year deal, which, okay, I get it. But at the same time, I don't. Um, So, yeah, baseball is one of those sports that just infuriates the fuck out of you because it brings you up and then brings you down. But like you said, we look at things as if there's 16 games because or 17 now because we're Eagles fans. So sure. every game we live and die by. When in baseball, it's like every three series you can live and die by. Sure. How are we out of 10? How are we out of 20? That's right. how we need to look. How do we fare against good teams versus bad teams? Because you know the Phillies. We love playing down to competition. Awesome. And that's all I want to say about that. Huh. Well, listen, listen, I'm, like, as far as, like, the Phillies, like, I, one, I'm excited to get back down there. We have, I haven't been down there, you know, in what feels like now three seasons. Yeah. Um, so, that part, I'm excited to get back down and, and get back there to see this team play. But as far as the product that's on the field, holy shit, does it feel like fucking Groundhog's Day, man. That's, it's, it's it's so hard to – so it, it makes it so difficult to stay interested in. And it feels like it's that, like, recycling sign of, like, it's a new season. Get really excited. Watch them fuck it up. Wait for the season to end. And, and start over again. This is why I still wanted the lockout because I'm not excited. Like, I'm still not, like, in baseball mode yet. Gotcha. It hasn't been like there wasn't enough spring training. There wasn't enough talk. There wasn't like all these moves were getting done late for all these teams. Like there just like wasn't anything to like amp me up and like have people be like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see this guy. It's like, yeah, 
No, next year will be different because I hopefully it'll be back to normal. But I, I mean, so. the product that they're putting out in the field, like you said, it's the same shit, different year. I just yeah. don't. It is what it is. Oh. May the fourth be with you too. Yeah. Rich, are you are you a star are you a Star Wars guy? I do love me some Star Wars. I saw the Obi Wan uh, Kenobi um, trailer today, which okay. looks pretty, which looks pretty dope. I'm excited to see that um, in the bringing back of uh, Darth Vader. So that's going to be cool. Um, or the making of Darth Vader. I'm sorry. Yes, the making of Darth Vader because it takes place before all right. that. Um, because you see, you get to see a young Luke, which is pretty dope. So I'm excited for that. Um, I did not see uh, Solo, but I heard it was hot garbage, so I'm glad I didn't. All right. Um, I did saw all. I saw all the new ones, okay. which I really didn't care for either. Um, so I would say Return of the Jedi is probably my favorite. All right. Listen, I, I'm. I will by no means call myself a Star Wars fanatic. No, I'm not a fanatic. I just really I, enjoy the movies. I, I've watched the movies. Um, I got through like okay so I, I i from a friend realized that i was supposed to watch four five and six first yes then go back and watch one two and three which four five and six also were not good so i i watch them yeah, if you love star wars and you're out there and you're listening and you're a star wars fan i'm happy for you mm-hmm. it just didn't hit for me no nah. So you were better off just watching the original three and just calling it a day. Watch, maybe I'll just do that. Maybe I'll just go back and watch four, five, and six and just stop. Yeah, no, I'm talking like I'm talking. I don't even call them four, five, and six. I call them the originals. Watch the original Star Wars. The OG. Yeah, the OG Star Wars. And if people are like, oh, the OG Star Wars, like from the early 2000s and 99. No, I'm talking about like George Lucas, like 70s, 80s ones. Like you had, they're just the best ones. I mean, even as cheesy as the graphics were, it's just, it was so ahead of its time then. And it still holds up. Like, I still do enjoy watching those. If somebody was like, hey, man, you want to come over and watch The Phantom Menace? I'd probably not be their friend anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You want to watch Clone Wars? It's like, no, I don't, man. I'm just going to go, go David Carradine myself. So, see. And I don't even, I can't even tell you what the third one's called in that series. Fucking beats me, man. Uh, listen, um, no, this is not a Star Wars pod. No, it's not, and I'm sorry for offending if you anybody. Are looking for Star Wars information right now, you are at the wrong place. Please go back to the Apple Podcast Store. <laughs> yeah, and, and Google Star Wars and listen to something else because this is not for you. No, it's not because um, I don't know what I'm talking about at this point. Chris, uh, Chris, Chris is asking about Nick and Oscar. They're thriving and surviving. Busy dudes. Busy, busy dudes. Oscar, actually, uh, happy Cinco de Mayo tomorrow, Oscar. Um, uh, Mama Asa's birthday was a few days ago. So happy birthday, Mama Asa. We love you. Um, And, yeah, big party down in La Esperanza tomorrow. That's weird. That planner just moved on its own. Kind of freaked me out. Like it. That's a little six cents action, man, Rich. That was weird because it literally went up. Like it, it literally, like Don, like it raised up and then slowly came down. Like somebody like put their hand on it and like pulled it back up and pulled it down. So that kind of got me a little freaked. 
because I literally watched it. And I'm just making sure. Yeah. Like this thing. It looked down. It literally went like this. It went like this. Get the fuck out of here. And then went down. And I didn't shake the tape. Like, this is me shaking the table. Like, I can't give it enough force because it's solid wood to make this thing go up like this and then slowly put itself back down. It was like somebody had their hand on it. Like, that's absolutely. All right. Now I'm pretty down a little bit. Okay, cool. I'm going to end. I'm going to end on that. All right. And Rich, that's that. Final thoughts. Ghosts are real. I can tell you ghost stories all day. Don, that's another good podcast. I actually, fun fact, um, Rob Hubel, uh, he's a comedian and he's an actor. He has a Twitch show and it's like about ghost stories. And I've reached out to him on um, Instagram. Like now I'm catching shit out of the corner of my eye. It's freaking me out, Don. Like I'm just like stirring shit in my head. I'm going to start turning some lights up. Like that's so weird. Oh God. Yeah, and like I've never seen ghosts. I haven't seen ghosts in this house, but that's a whole, like I said, whole nother podcast to tell you some ghost stories. But anyway, on Rob, listen, maybe over the summer we just scrap the sports because the Phillies I can only imagine are going to suck, and we'll just just tell tell ghost stories, scary ghost stories. But I was on. I reached out to him, and he messaged me back. He's like, "Oh, later, like when I have another show." I'm like, "All right." So I'm like sitting there, and one day I get a a message from him. Like, "Hey, man." going live tonight. Do you want to come on and tell your ghost story? And I was like, hell yeah, I do. So it was cool. Like I was waiting in like the, the room, like kind of how this is. Right. And he's like, Oh, and this guy has a story. So like, I told him like my two ghost stories and he's like, Oh, is that it? I'm like, nah, dude, I have like six more. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, no, like I've seen ghosts my whole life. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. And then don't freak me out because my, um, my mother-in-law, like her house, like no legit, she has like spirits follow her. And it's hilarious because I see them and she sees them. So like, we'll be looking at each other and I'll be like, and she's like, yeah, I, I, I totally see what you're saying. I see that people. Oh, to all the time. It's that's fucking funny. creepy. I don't ask me why I see it, but I do. And it gives me goosebumps and, and that's it. Oh, listen, Rich, for final Honestly. thoughts for tonight, you know, Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday. Oh, that's a better final thought than I had. Shout, yeah. shout, shout out to the moms. Shout out to the grandmoms. The stepmoms. Mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. Word to your mother. Word to your mother. Listen, you know, the the ladies in our lives, the, down. whether it's a, a, a mom, your wife, whatever, uh, stepmom, whoever, whatever role you fill, whatever motherly role you fill, um, shout out to you for all the sacrifices that they make. Mm-hmm. For you know the you know if, if you're a a sports mom and you're driving the kids to to the games, if you're a grandmom that shows up and you know cheers on your your kid at t-ball, it what whatever you do to to be the person that you are, shout out to all the moms for uh, for everything that they do and uh, all the all the important women in our lives, whatever role they fill, you know, you. shout out to all of you. Amen um, to that. With, uh, with that, Rich, we're going to just give one last shout out to our sponsors. Uh, you'll see them on the link tree that is in our uh, bio <laughs> on all of our social media. You're going to see La Terrain Luxury Watches. You're going to see uh, team clicks. You're going to see 
uh, Shocked Energy. You're going to see Streaker Sports. All the links that are on that link tree go directly to support us. So, uh, you know, if, if you're looking to shout us out, if you're looking to get us uh, so, some uh, some feedback for some merch, you know, we would you know, appreciate any kind of support. Uh, you can find us at all of your podcasting platforms. Find us on YouTube. Tiki Live. Tiki Live. We'll be on Tiki Live tomorrow at noon. And on Saturday at noon, uh, we've got uh, we've got you know, we'll have Jason and I are going to work on a, on a hockey show that will kind of wrap up the Flyers season and kind of start talking about the the preview of the NHL playoffs that have started. So uh, be on the lookout for that and uh, keep those notifications on in case we just surprise the you know, we just decide to surprise you with an episode on a, on a random day at a random time. So uh, Rich, with that. Goodbye, Philly. Later, Philly. The Philadelphia Eagles are... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.